Shalom to all. Today's office is off Menvav. We are starting the eighth line, the third one on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shamashad, Avenulio, and Lili Nishmas, Mars, Freyde, Chayabela, Basar, Yitzchak, Tzvi, Hernish, Shamashad, Avenulio. And we continue talking about Mitzi Shemra. The Gemara tells us, Tanar Ban, we have a bride, so the Pasuk says, Ba'anshu Oisei, and they shall punish him, Zemamain. This is referring to Mamanus payment. He has to make a payment for being Mitzi Shemra. The Yisru, what's that referring to in the Pasuk? Zemalkis. This means that we give him Malkis for being Mitzi Shemra. Now we analyze Bishlam of Anshu Zemamain. We understand the word Va'anshu means Mamain. And they shall punish him with a payment of a hundred kesef, and he shall give it to the father of the Naira. So clearly, Va'anshu means money. How do we know that the word Va'anshu means that we should give him Malkus? So Amr Bavohi answers, We learn the word Yisru over here from the word Yisru by Ben Sayyur Maira. And Va'anshu mi Ben, the word Yisru by Ben Sayyur Maira also has the word Ben. So we see that the word Ben is linked to the word Yisru. And Uben mi Ben, Ben by Ben Sayyur Maira is linked to the word Bin, as in the Pasik Vahaya in Bin Hakaisa Rasha. And it will be when the Russia gets struck. So we see the word Yisru is linked to Malkus. We continue asking Azhar Mighty Shamra Manalan, where do we know an Azhara for Mighty Shamra? We know that a person can't get punished unless we also have an Azhara in the Tyra, where the Tyra warns us, don't do this. Now Rabblazar Amar he says, Mi from the Pasuk of Lysalikrachil, don't be a gossip monger, don't go about saying Lashon Har and Rechilas, and here this fellow went and said Lashon Har and Rechilas about his wife. Rabnasanaimer he says, We learn it from this Pasuk, guard yourself from all bad things. Davra over here is understood as Dibor, speech, and anytime Tyra writes, he Shamer, it's teaching us a loisase. Now we just explain why Rebelazar doesn't hold Reb Nassan and vice versa. Rebelazar, my time, why doesn't he learn it from Reb Nassan's Pasuk? The answer is, he needs it for the Josh that Reb Pinchas Benyar teaches us. When Ishmarat Mikol Davara, the Pasuk says, Reb Pinchas Benyar teaches us from this Pasuk, person shouldn't think improper thoughts during the day, and then he might come to Tomo, which is carry at nighttime. Now Reb Nassan, my time, why doesn't Reb Nassan say like Rebelazar? The answer is, he says, Says that Pasuk is teaching us a warning for Bezdin. Bezdin shouldn't be light with one person and harsh on another person. The word Rachel is understood by Rav Nassim to mean Rachli, be soft to me. The Gemara continues. Let's say this husband never told the Edim to come and give Edus for him. But they come to Bezdin on their own and say that this man's wife wasn't a Basula, she was Mazana Zanaira. So who ain't like if ain't nice in mass slime? When it turns out to be false, he, the husband, doesn't get Malchus and he doesn't have to pay 100 slime. However, if it turns out to be true, he who's a man she and her Adim Zaymin get brought to the base of Skila and they get stoned. The Gemara pauses and asks, Are we talking about her and her Adim Zaymin? Why are both she and her Adim Zaymin getting Skila? The Gemara answers, You're right. It means either she, if it turns out to be true, or her Adim Zaymin, if it turns out not to be true, so the Adim that testified falsely about her are going to get brought to the base of Skila and stoned. Now, what do we infer from here? The only reason why the husband is not going to get punished is because he never told the Adim to come to Bezdin. But if he did ask them to come to Bezdin on his behalf, that means even if he didn't hire them, he's still getting punished. And that's That's not like Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, the husband is not chayiv, he has to hire these Edim. My time is Rabbi Huda, what's Rabbi Huda's reasoning? On Rabbi Vo, he explains, says over here by that he placed on her an accusation of words, and it says over there by Ribis, the Isser of charging interest, all of Nashach, don't place on him a payment of interest. Malalon, mamain. Just like by interest, we're talking about a mamanist payment. We're talking about don't charge him extra money. Afkan mamain. So to over here, when it says, Vesam dvarim, it has to be that he hired the Adim to come and testify for him. And Amrav Nachmar Yitzchak, when Nachmar Yitzchak says, Vachain Tani Rabbi Yosef Tzuduni Be'er B'Shem Barichai, Rabbi Yosef Tzuduni taught a b'risa in the base measure of Shem Barichai, Asya Sima Sima, we have this Gzer Shava Sima Sima. But now that we know, according to Yehuda, he has to hire these Adim to give testimony for him, and we learn that from Ribis, we're going to ask to what extent are we learning it from Ribis. By 
Rabbi Yirmiyah, he asked the following question, let's say you hired them and he said that he's going to pay them with land. What's the halacha over there? We know that ribis is only with money, with cash, not with land. So is the husband going to get malchus in such a case? What about if he hired them for less than a shavapruta? We know that the isa of ribis is only on more than a shavapruta. Let's say shneim prutamahu. Let's say he hired both of the edim for a pruta. So altogether, he's paying a pruta. However, each aid is getting less than a pruta. And by Ravashi, he asks on more questions. Let's say he was mighty shemra on his first marriage. He married this woman. He wasn't mighty shemra on her. He divorced her and then remarried her. And after he remarried her, he said, by the way, when I married her the first time, she wasn't a basula. She was probably mezana when she was a naira. What's Allah over there? Another question. What about if he was mighty shemra on his brother's marriage? His brother married this woman, died without children. He was meyabim her. And then he said that when my brother married her, she was real mezana when she was a naira marasa. So Gemara says, Pasha miyachada, we at least have an explanation for one of them, which is this last question that we asked, to Tani Rabbiani, he taught in Nebraisa, the Pasuk says, I gave my daughter over to this man, we learn from here only to this man, but not to the Yavam. Meaning the Yavam is not allowed to have any Tanis Besulim on his Yavama. Now going back to something that we had mentioned yesterday, the Gemara asked, my Rabbanon, my Rabbanon, what exactly is this machlok is between the Rabbanon and Rabbanon Yaakov that we had brought up previously? The Tanya, we have a Braisa. What's the whole story? What's the whole procedure of Maitzi Shemra? Ba'ala Bezdin, this fellow comes to Bezdin. Ba'amar, and he says, Pliny, Mr. So and so, my dear father in law, I didn't find that she had Basulim. So, if there's Adim, that she was Mizana under him, and meaning when they were married, she gets a mana. Ask the Gemara, if he has Adim, that she was Mizana, she gets a Ksuba of a mana, she deserves Skila. So, the Gemara says, no, Hachikamar, this is really what we're saying. If he has Adim, that she was Mizana when they were married, meaning after Kiddushin, so then she gets Skila. If he has Adim, that she was Mizana before Kiddushin, then she gets a mana and not Messiah. Let's say Nimtash a Shemra ain't a Shemra. This Shemra wasn't a Shemra, meaning it was false. So who like it? He gets Malkus, Venice and Mehasela. He has to give a hundred Sela. Bain Baal, Bain Loi Baal. That doesn't make a difference whether or not he was Bail her, just the mere fact that he was mighty Shemra on her and it turned out to be false. He has to pay Mehasela and he gets Malkus. Now, Rebelez Ben Yaakov, Rebelez Ben Yaakov says, Loi Namrudvarm Halalu Elkishabal. This was only said if he was Bail her, but if he wasn't Bail her, then the Pasuk's not relevant. And now we're going to analyze the Psukim based off of their opinions. Especially with Rebelez Ben Yaakov, we understand according to Rebelez Ben Yaakov that it has to be that he was Bail her in order to come up with this claim and be chayev for it. That's why the Pasuk says, and he comes to her. And the Pasuk also says, and we came to Bezin, he says, and I came to her. Because according to the husband was actually bail her, and only because of that, he knew that she wasn't a basula, or at least he was claiming that she wasn't a basula. What's the understanding of the Pasuk? It doesn't have to be that he was bail her, so what's the understanding of this Pasuk? So my answer is no, that he came to her with this false accusation, when he says, it means I drew close to her with words, and as I was schmoozing with her, I realized that something is weird over here, and I figured that she was probably a mezana, but it doesn't have to be that he was actually bail her. The Gemara continues analyzing, that's why the Pasuk says, he says, I didn't find Basulim. That's because he was bail her, and he found that she didn't have Basulim. What does it mean? He was never bail her. It doesn't have to be that he was bail her. So Gemara answers, I didn't find that your daughter had anyone to uphold the fact that she had Basulim, meaning I wasn't able to find any Adim that are going to speak on her behalf that are going to defend her. The Gemara continues, That's why the Pasuk says, The father comes out and he has a sheet and he says, These are the Basulim of my daughter. That's because we're talking about where they were actually Bayal. What's the father saying? These are the Basulim of my daughter. It doesn't have to be that they were Bayal. So you answer for the Rabbanon, What he means is these are the Adim that are upholding the Basulim status of my daughter. Continuing to analyze, 
That's why the Pasuk says, and they will spread out the sheet and they'll see that there's blood on the sheet. According to Rabbanon, what does that mean? They're spreading out the sheet. It doesn't have to be they were nivel, so there's no sheet. So Rabbavo, he answers, It doesn't literally mean that we're spreading out a sheet. It means that they are mefarish, they clarify that which he placed on her, this accusation. Ketayin, just like we have a brazo, this teaches us, that Adam for this one come and Adam for that one come, and they clarify the matter, like a brand new sheet. And he tells us in this brazo, it's exactly as it's written in the Pasuk, that we're actually talking about the real sheet that they were on. He sent the following message in the name of Rabbi Yechanan. Even though we don't find throughout the entirety of the Torah, the Torah differentiates between and when it comes to Makas and Anshim. We know that when talking about Arise and forbidden relationships, the Pasuk says, isha, referring to two different Mishkavais, and equating the two, teaching that one is Chayev for either one. But there is a difference. And what does that mean? The husband is not going to be Chayev for being Mighty Shemra and his wife unless he was Bail her Shaloi Kedarka. But he's Mighty Shemra Kedarka. Now, just to explain this for a moment. It doesn't have to be that he was Bail her Shaloi Kedarka. We're just saying that it could be that the husband was Bail her Shaloi Kedarka, but it has to be that when he says that she wasn't a Basula, he has to say that she wasn't a Basula in the place of Bia Kedarka. It can't be that he said she wasn't a Basula in a place of Shaloi Kedarka. Now, the Gemara asks, Come on, who's this like? Ikra if you want to say it's like the Rabbanan, that wouldn't make sense because he doesn't have to be Bail her. And Ikra if you want to say it's like Rabbi Lezabun Yaakov, it has to be that he was Bail her Kedarka and he was Mighty Shemra on her Kedarka. It can't be that he was Bail her Shalai Kedarka and was Mighty Shemra on her Kedarka. So Gemara says, You're right, this member that we have in the name of Rabbi Yechanan perhaps is not so authoritative. Rav Kahana sent a member in the name of Rabbi Yechanan. He's not Chayev. It has to be that he was Bail her Kedarka and he was Mighty Shemra on her, that she wasn't a Basula, also Kedarka. And now the Mishnah tells us, the father is Zeichen, his daughter, regarding her Kiddushin when it comes to money, Shtar, or Bia. Now we know there's three different types of Kiddushin. Kesef, the man gives her money, Shtar, he writes in a Shtar that he's being Mekadeshar and gives it to her, and Bia, if they're Bail Hashem Kiddushin. The Mishnah just told us that the father is able to enact all of these. He accepts her Kesef Kiddushin for her, he accepts the Shtar Kiddushin for her, and he can give her to a man to be Bail her Hashem Kiddushin. And furthermore, Zakab im Tsiyasav, he's Zeichen, that which she finds, that which she produces, and being made for her Nadarim. If she's walking along the street, she finds something nice, she's got to give it to her father. If she goes out to work and she makes some money, she's got to give it to her father. If she makes a nether, her father is able to say, that nether is worthless, it's nothing, I'm being made for it. And also in Makabla's Gita, her father is Makabla her get. If she gets divorced from Arison and she's still a Naira, so her father accepts her get for her. However, if she already became Bagaris or if she already got married, so then her father does not accept her get for her. And lastly, the Mishnah says, The father does not eat the pears of her property when she's alive. Let's say she inherited property from her mother's father, her father is not allowed to benefit from any of the Paris. Now, Nisei, so let's say she got fully married. She didn't just get engaged. It wasn't just Erisin, who was Nisuin. Yes, or Allah Habal, the husband now has more over her father. He does get to eat the Paris of any properties that she inherits. He's chayv to feed her, to sustain her, and to redeem her if she's captured, and burying her if she passes away. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda tells us, even the poorest person in Klai he shouldn't have less than two flute blowers and one woman who's the official Mekainenes, which is the official person that wails at the Leviah, even the most simple, most poor person in Klai Yisrael has to have these minimum things at their Leviah. Now the Gemara says, Bekasa Benalan, how do we know that the father is able to marry off his daughter with money, meaning the money goes to him and she's officially Mekudeshes? Amrav Yehuda answers, Amrav because the Pesach says, Viyatsachinam ein 
Joseph. She goes out free, no money. Now, this is referring to a girl who was sold by her father, and at a certain age, at a certain time, she's going to go free, no money to her master, meaning her master just has to let her go free, and he doesn't get anything for it. Now, this word ain't kasev is extra because it already says v'yatzachinam, she goes free, for free. So why do we have to say ain't kasev? So our drasha is, ain't kasev ladon zev, yesh kasev ladon acher. When she leaves her master, he doesn't get any money. However, there is another master that she leaves that that master does get money. Umanu, and who's that master that she leaves that gets money? Avia, her father. When her father marries her off, he gets the kasev kiddushin. The Gemara of maybe the Pasuk's telling us that when she leaves her father, she gets to keep the kasev kiddushin. We answer that can't be. When she's leaving her father, when she's getting married off, her father's accepting her kiddushin, meaning her father's marrying her off. Because it says in the Pasuk, I gave my daughter over to this man, which means her father is the one that's officially marrying her off. She's the one that should take the money actually and put it in her pocket. That doesn't make sense. The Gemara continues asking, Maybe that's talking about a katano, when her father's marrying her off as a katano, so he gets to keep the money. The less yad, she doesn't have a yad. She's not able to accomplish anything. We know that a katano, under bas mitzvah, she's considered to be a lav bardas, so therefore she wouldn't be able to keep the money. Aval nara, the isla yad, a nara does have a yad. She's able to marry herself off. So, she should marry herself off and she should be allowed to keep the money. So, Gemara says, no, Amrkar, the Pasuk says, as a nara in her father's house. This teaches us that any gains that come to a nara while she's still in her father's house, that goes to her father. So, even though a nara is able to marry herself off, that's because she's over bas mitzvah, still, when her father marries her off, he gets to keep her kasav kedushin. The Gemara asks, is that really the proper drasha out of bin Rebbe Savia? How do we know that that which the daughter produces, all the money that she makes from working goes to her father? Because the Pasuk says, When a man sells his daughter as a maidservant. What do we learn from here? Just like a maidservant, anything she produces goes to her master. So to a daughter, anything she produces goes to her father. Now if our Joshua had been Rabbi Savia is really true, Lamali, what do we need this new Joshua of Typically, we already have this Joshua of Bin Rabbi Savia that says, this Pasuk of Bin Rebbe Savia is just talking about being made for her Nadarim, and that's actually what the Pasuk's talking about. The Pasuk says, Bin Rebbe Savia, when she's in her father's house, her father's able to be made for her Nadarim. And it's not talking about her father being able to receive monetary gains that are going to his daughter. And if you want to suggest, Nail if me know, let's learn from there. The same that the father's able to be made for his daughter's Nadarim, so too he's going to get any monetary gains that come to her. That can't be either because of Alfinon. We can't learn Maman from Isser. Isser is referring to Afar's Nadarim. And if you want to say, Nail Miknasa, let's learn it from Knas that the father receives any knas that's coming to her. So let's say that he also gets any money that's coming to her that's not knas, it's mominous. Well, we can't learn mominous from knas. And if you want to say a nail from Bashas and Begam, let's learn it from Bashas and Begam. The fact that the Bashas and Begam payment, which is a mominous payment, go to the father when she was violated or seduced, we can't learn from there either because Shani Bashas Begam, the Vianami Shaykh Bay. Bashas and Begam are different because the father is Shaykh to Bashas and Begam himself. As we've explained previously, he can cause her Bashas and Begam by marrying her off to a Minovalan. So Igmar says, you're right. So now we're back to square one. How do we know that the father receives and gets to keep her kesef yedushin when he marries her off as a naira? al it's logical. When the Torah gave us this miyot of yotachinom ein kasef, ein kasef l'adayin zeh, but yesh kasef l'adayin acher, that's being mamayit a very similar yitziah. The yitziah that that Pasuk is talking about is her leaving her master. Just like when she leaves her master in a situation where she doesn't have to pay anything. Sometimes if she wants to leave her master early, she has to pay her way out of it and that payment goes to her master. But in a situation where she's leaving her master after a certain amount of years or after she reaches a certain age, so her master gets no money over here when she's leaving her father because her father's marrying her off. So in this situation, her father does receive money. And those yitzias are similar. The marketing is asking, 
these yetzias, these leaving of masters, are not comparable because Hasam Gabi Adai Nafkalam Rishusay Over there, when she leaves her master, she's completely leaving her master's rishos. She has nothing to do with him anymore after she leaves him. But Yitzhida Av, when she leaves her father's rishos, Akati Machsar Maser Al Chopa, she still hasn't been given over to the Chopa, meaning he accepted Kiddushin for her. She's in Arusa, but she's not in Asua yet. He still is going to give her over to the Chopa. She's still living in her father's house. So Gemara says, You're right. However, my first Nadarim, Yanafkalam Rishusay, in regards to him, her father, being able to be made for her Nadarim, she has left his rishos. Did not because the Mishnah says, Naramurasa, if she's a Naramurasa, Avia, Ubaila, Mefir, in Law, Nidareha, her father and her husband together have to be made for her Nadarim, so her father isn't able to be made for her Nadarim on his own, so she has left his Rishos in such a manner, and therefore it is considered like she's completely leaving her father's Rishos in one aspect. We had said in Mesha Shtar Rubiah that her father could be Zaycha to marry her off with Shtar Rubiah. Minalan, how do we know that? Amr because the Pazak says, Vahaisalish Acher. The Pazak tells us that she leaves his house, Vahalcha, Vahaisalish Acher, and she goes and she's Haisa to another man. Iskish, Havayas Lahadadi. We have a Hekesh, we compare all sorts of Havayas to each other. In other words, all sorts of ways that she could become to another man are all compared to each other. So Kesef, Shtar, and Bia are all compared to each other. The Mishad said, Zakim Tsiyasa, that her father is Zaycha, and that which she finds. Memzayin Amon Alpha on top, the Gemara explains why is that when she finds something, she has to give it to her father, Misham Eva, because of hatred. Since the father does not have to feed her if he doesn't want to. But usually, most fathers feed their daughters, so we don't want him to get upset. What is this? I feed you, I give you all sorts of good things, and when you find something, you don't give it to me. So therefore, we say, we don't want there to be this animosity between the father and the daughter, and when she finds something, she has to give it to her father. We're going to stop you for the day. Pick up tomorrow, continuing to explain these things in the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.